Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show, hour number two, as we broadcast live from Baltimore. WCBM is where we are. We have a live show tonight uh, at uh, a venue right next door here. We've got about uh, 300 folks coming out to see the show. Jim Gossett is going to join us, and he came up with this today. Baby, if you ever wondered about Rob Carson, what became of him? I did radio in Cincinnati. He's on the greatest station on the planet. There's no WKRP. Baltimore's WCBM. It's uh, WKRC. They've got Sean Casey and Bruce Elliott. And it's a TV station. Kim Clasics on at 9 a.m. Just met her. She's pretty cool. Rob from 12 to 3 and then Sean Hannity. Baltimore's WCBM. Boom. The great one, Mark Levin, comes on at 7. This song needs more Carson. People just can't get enough of him. Why are they mentioning other people? It's the greatest station <laughs> in the nation. <laughs> Baltimore's WCBM. Boom! They're on WCBM 680. Okay, that's not bad. You can make uh, four syllables out of three. You're doing something there. It's pretty cool. You want to hear something? Uh, maybe it's interesting. I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I've never met Jim Gossett before. I've been working with Jim for 12 years. And because of technology and what we do, you don't have to be in the same building anymore. I never met him. Oh, and I worked with Johnny Donovan for 20-plus years at the EIB. He's the voice of the EIB network. Never met him. Never met him. Johnny, talked to him all the time. Talked to him every day. Never met him. It's like having a pen pal. You, uh, you Gen Zers and millennials. That's what we Gen Xers did. We had pen pals. Now it's a completely different. It's who you're sharing a cell with. That's completely different. Your pen pals, you know, it's people you've been sentenced to prison for. Uh, except for in a Democrat city, you'd never go to prison. You could kill somebody, never go to prison. But the pen pals, completely, completely different for the new generation. We would write each other letters on a piece of paper and put an address on it, put a stamp on it, and send it. It was kind of funny. So anyway, um, we're going to get to a bunch of things this uh, this hour, including uh, maybe a little more on the riots last night in uh, Washington, D.C., and the silence from our government should be telling you all you need to know. They are not on our side. Let's go to Mary in Chestertown. Mary, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hello, Mary. Mary may have just given up because she was on hold for so I apologize, Mary, for, uh, for hanging out. Let's go to Scott in Joppa. Hello, Scott. How you doing, bro? What's up? Oh, hi, Rob. Um, 
I was just one. I'm assuming that it's illegal to leave the borders of the United States open. For example, the southern border. Mm -hmm. And um, Mark Levin mentions about every other night that it's it's illegal to do that. Yes. So I'm simply wondering why has it been allowed to remain open for over two and a half years? Well. Um, there are a lot of people in Washington, D.C. who are enabling it. Our federal government, Joe Biden, the DHS, the, uh, uh, they are the ones who are commanding all of this. They are the ones who are making it happen. I said this when Barack Obama was the president. because They, said, it, they tried the same it? damn thing. And I said, I said, there's only one thing bringing those people across the border. Policy. Why can't it be possible to fashion a case to be presented to the court system that would eventually get to the Supreme Court to stop it. Oh, I'm sure there are already all sorts of lawsuits going on right now. I know that uh, Ken Paxton in, in Texas is doing a bunch of stuff uh, with regard to that. Uh, the problem is, here's what the problem is. Uh, it is so difficult to get somebody out of a position in Washington, D.C. while they destroy the country. And and i got to tell you, Alejandro Mayorkas, what I would, if I could, I would just simply call in uh, court officers and have the man arrested. And then I would have him charged with what he's doing, because what he is doing is facilitating an illegal invasion of our country. There's no doubt about that at all. It is a breach of the border. It is a it is a, a submission of our sovereignty, which is guaranteed by our Constitution, that we have sovereignty as any country, and this is an illegal invasion. This is going on all over the world. You know this, Scott. It happened in, in Great Britain. It's happened all over Europe, all over the place. This is a plan. And there are people who are in our government right now who are working with those forces to facilitate the same thing in our country. The I'm, the, amazed, I'm amazed at how passive the country is about being invaded. Oh, I think there are a lot of people who are screaming their heads off, and nobody in Washington, D.C. is doing a damn thing about it. And, you know, honestly, it, it, is, it should be obvious after a while. That even, even, the, the British were, even the British were much better than this. It, it, I've, I've told you this, the abuses and usurpations our federal government is committing against the people of the United States make those of the founders pale by comparison. It really, really is. Because we've got people in jail, we've got, uh, we've got people who are had their businesses shut down, they shut down freedom of speech, they told us we couldn't go to church, they, clo- they closed all of our businesses, and then they went after free speech. The government literally involved in censorship, it is, there is no doubt about this. And I said this, while it was happening, I said, who since when could I not have an opinion? And then I said, if the government, the deep state, and the mainstream media and big social media say that what you say is misinformation or disinformation, it means they know you know the truth. And because anytime you hear the word disinformation, they gave up who they are. And every time disinformation or misinformation was used, it came from the federal government to shut down opposing speech. Well, and, earlier, you gave me an example of what? people being locked up for years yeah. without having a court case. Without a trial, uh, there is one January the 6th defendant who has been in jail for 1,000 days without a trial. His name is Jonathan Mellis. He is not charged with anything uh, that is uh, violent. And uh, he has been, he says, the treatment I've endured since my arrest has shaken my, my faith in humanity. I haven't seen my family's faces in two years. His father died after he was arrested. There were people there who, you know, every night they go and they sing at 9 o'clock, they sing the national anthem. Donald Trump did a uh, he he did the uh, pledge of allegiance and he and he used the the Jan 6 protesters singing the national anthem every night became a number 1 hit song on Apple Music. And and this is unbelievable the, that the left were so freaked out about Abu Ghraib Abu Ghraib and we've got people who are we have an FBI 
run by a criminal mastermind named uh, Christopher Ray. He he seems really nice and everything, and he just you know whatever. But he is just as bad as anyone. Uh, the FBI is nothing more than the Stasi at this point. Yeah, the people allowing the open borders um, because of the 72,000 Americans that are killed every year from drugs alone, Yeah, they are criminals. I know that. I know that, Scott. Thank you. That's the retribution we're talking about. That's a retribution, I hope. it's. Thanks for Scott. I got to run. I got to run, John. Scott, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Let's go to Mary again. I think Mary is back, and since she waited so long, she'll move to the front of the line. Hello, Mary. Yes, I'm back. Can you hear me? There's something about Mary. What's up? Can you hear me now? Of course. Yes, I'm from the beautiful town of Chestertown, Eastern Shore, and I can honestly say you can. I'm blessed because I can walk across town at night and nothing would happen. You are blessed, exactly. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of places like that no more, like Montgomery County where I used to live. Right. right now, you can get carjacked real easy in Montgomery County, old Germantown in Gaithersburg where I used to live, Rockville. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And we did have one notorious crime. You may have heard about it because it went worldwide. What? Uh, Frosty the Snowman was was arrested quite a few years ago in this town. Frosty the and Snowman. Was, I think I remember that because they put him in a yeah. they put him in a greenhouse and he melted. Yeah, well, he went, it went worldwide. <laughs> um, your producer probably remembers. I don't remember anyway, Frosty the Snowman. Anyway, I thank you for your show. I listen to Kim and I listen to you. And Lovely. I turn it off at three and come back to Mark. Ah. Mark. But um, there's no, there's only one Rush Limbaugh. Nobody can replace Rush. Oh no, I know. But it's scary. It's weird. You are so like him. Well, thank and you. I appreciate you. I give. I just praise God. You're on because I, I agree with everything you say. And I am a Christian. I think Christians need to step up more than probably they're doing. Yeah. Um, I just want to say this. I'm not going to read anything, but if if anybody, you know, what exactly is happening in our country is in Romans 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New Testament in Romans 1. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. But we should fight. We should stand up. But God is not sitting up there and saying, oops. Look what happened. He's going to take care of this. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we are. We certainly are in a battle of good and evil. It's it's very clear that we're in a battle of good and evil. I mean, honestly. I mean, evil people people want to uh, uh, kill babies at birth. And the the left is always like, no, they don't. No, they don't. Well, they're not making that illegal, are they? Absolutely. No, they're not. It's it's, it's just awful. And um, but, you know. God's got it. I think so. That's hard. We, I don't believe we should just sit back. I no, think no, we no. should fight. Of course, but, of course. Thanks. You know, thanks. And we've read the last chapter in Revelations, and we know what's going to happen. All right. Thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think we're going to. I don't think that this is the end of times. <laughs> I, do, I don't. I do not. But I do believe that we are in that good versus evil kind of thing. You know, there's no doubt about it. They, you, we cannot let the dark forces that are wrecking our cities and and taking away our freedoms. We can't let this continue. We really cannot because nothing's good go, is going to happen. We're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of all of this. And uh, you know, and li- last night and again, you had all these people in this uh, the DNC headquarters. They were uh, locked in there, and uh, and police officers shot with tear gas. Why aren't they in jail? Why aren't they, where's the FBI finding their cell phone data, finding these people, arresting them and putting away for a thousand days without a trial? It's because we have a gulag. Oh, and by the way, who's, who's organizing some of these? How about Code Pink? 
Code Pink activist Jody Evans and her Marxist millionaire husband. Navelle Royal Singham made millions after funding and selling uh, two uh, consulting firms. Uh, Jody, the Code Pink far lefty, uh, they have put together this group. Uh, the group bills itself as a movement incubator for a working class and marginalized communities. Really, working class aren't down with this because the working class are right now too busy trying to stay in their houses without losing their houses. Nurturers, the next generation of visionaries and organizers who believe through, that through collective action and new world is... That's Marxist nonsense. I told you, none of this is real. All of this is AstroTurf. It's not... And the, and the government is tacitly endorsing it. So this isn't the American people. We far outnumber them. We far outnumber them. And they are defeatable. Just don't let them roll us over. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. This is my walk-on music, by the way. This is an old song. This is from when like, it was, I was a toddler. I don't even know if I was alive when this song came out. 25 miles. Of, it's a really good song. Uh, anyway, hey, by the way, California authorities have arrested a man in connection with the death of a Jewish protester during demonstrations over the uh, the Israel-Hamas uh, war. Uh, Paul Kessler was 69 years old. He was hit with a uh, with a uh, bullhorn. I just got this on my phone from uh, Lee. Lee, appreciate it, bro. Uh, I'm trying to digest all this. Somebody is in custody. We'll have details as that uh, progresses, but I uh, but I do appreciate uh, you sending that. Um, you know, I I don't have my emergency medical kit. I, I it's at home. You know, I got this emergency medical kit from the uh, wellness company. And, and you know, the, the world is chaotic right now. There's a lot of just heavy-duty crap going on in our country, riots in Washington, D.C. that, I mean, those children need a spanking. But, um, but we had, you know, we've had everything. We've seen everything. We're all exhausted from it. We had riots. We had supply chain problems. We couldn't get cars. We couldn't get toilet paper. We couldn't get this. We couldn't get that. Now we've got, you know, uh, pharmacies being robbed blind all over the country and going out of business. Where's your medicine going to come from? You know, where, where, where are your prescriptions going to come from? Where's your emergency medicine going to come from? At least do this. At least check out the wellness company. While you got the time, go to the wellness company. And, and they've got ivermectin, z uh, all sorts of meds that you're going to need. Everything from a, a skin infection to COVID. All right? And it'll, you will have it there in your home for your family when you need it. All you got to do is go online, fill out a little questionnaire, and... Uh, and then they will design a medicine kit for you. Here's what you need to do, though. The website's real easy. Uh, just just go to twc.health. So twc.health slash Carson. twchealth.carson. You're going to get 10% off, which is nice. And you're going to have that emergency medical kit that you're going to need. You need it as much as your generator. You need it as much as your extra water. You need it as much as, you know, all of the things that you need in case of an emergency. Medicine is the most important. TWC.health slash Carson. Let's go to uh, Homer in Rising Sun. Hello there, Homer. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up? Homer, are you there? All right. If Homer is not there, we will go to Ray. Ray in Glen Burnie. Hello, Ray. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, Rob. How you doing, buddy? How's everything? Uh, glorious, man. It's glorious. What's up? Oh, man. What about to the left? All that D.C. yesterday... And it was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, 300,000 people down there beating the police, spraying mace, and yet I didn't see none of them getting arrested. No. No, and, and you know, it's really. Running around 
Ray, you know what the really funny thing is? So the uh, the idiots in Washington D.C. got the National Guard out for the Israel rally. Do you believe? It is <laughs> just so stupid. It, these people are just honestly. I don't have time to debate this nonsense anymore. I don't have any time for this idiocy anymore. Uh, you know, and and, and I got to tell you, three hundred thousand people gathered peacefully. And I think, if anything, the National Guard were brought in. I don't know. Knowing, knowing the idiots in charge, they probably wanted to start a fight. For all I know, I don't think the National Guard would have played. But I think also it was probably to protect those peaceful people from the idiots who rioted last night. But those idiots last night, they're little cowards. So they never would have done that in front of a crowd of 300,000 people because they're little cowards. And they sucker, they they sucker punch. They yeah, And you know what? Maybe it's time we did that. Honestly, maybe it's time we did that. I'm just, I'm done. I'm honestly done with it, you know. Well, listen, Ray, I do appreciate the phone call, brother. Um, you know, we are fighting back. Listen to this. This is a local story. So Casa de Maryland is a radical leftist organization. I heard my buddy Chris Plant talking about it for years. Casa de Maryland, uh, they decided to come out basically in, in favor of uh, pro-Palestinian uh, tweets. The uh, Casa de Maryland um, has pulled, a major foundation has pulled money from them. So uh, they're under fire for recent pro-Palestinian tweets. Jewish lawmakers are calling for a public apology. Apology. The Harry and Jeanette Weinberg Foundation. Yeah, if you get a lot of money from the Weinberg Foundation, you probably don't want to be an anti-Semite. I'm just saying. One of the biggest, most powerful th- philanthropies in Maryland announced a decision to pull the plug funding. In a letter to Gustavo Torres, who's a radical leftist, longtime executive director, Weinberg's uh, leaders wrote that they would they, had, uh, they would stop a promised $150,000 payment to CASA earmarked for 2024 and would seek to remove the Weinberg's name from two employment centers that foundation helped fund in the Baltimore area. By the way... Uh, the letter signed by the Weinberg Foundation Board, Paula Pretlow, and the President, uh, Rachel Garbo Monroe, said the foundation has given CASA $5 million over the years, and now they're going to take that away. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You defund them. Like they did the police. Yeah. There you go. How about that? That's a way to fight back. I love this. And now Casa is licking its wounds, but apparently they're not backing off completely. He, uh, the Torres said, we deeply appreciate the 15-year partnership we shared with the Carry. Blah, blah, blah. Profoundly grateful for their longstanding support. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Right now, un, un, unbelievable. Casa has yet to issue a promised public apology. Well, you're done. There's no, there's no apology acceptable at this point, right? There should be no apology acceptable. You're done. Pa de Monet, pour vous. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, we got a special guest coming up at the bottom of the hour. This is a man I've been wanting to talk to for a while, Larry Elder. Larry Elder, uh, you know, obviously... He's not going to be the president this time, but Larry Elder, if Donald Trump said Larry Elder is my guy as a a VP, I don't know what he'd bring to the ticket exactly, but I would be cool with Larry Elder. Larry Elder is, he is like a, he's somebody, when when I know that he's talking about something, I stop and listen to it because he just gets it. So we're going to talk to Larry Elder after the uh, after the bottom of the hour. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but President Xi came to the United States yesterday. This is a man who uh, presided over uh, a government that uh, killed a million Americans, and we helped fund it. One million Americans. 
Joe Biden, when he was inaugurated, had a candlelight vigil for 400,000 dead on the Lincoln Memorial on the reflecting pool. He didn't have one for a million. He didn't because he just wanted to make a political statement when he got into office and blame COVID on Donald Trump. And it worked for a while. Where was the memorial for one million Americans killed by COVID? Why did we allow this dictator to come into our country after we've, he's never addressed the cause? He's never said that they are at fault? Well, presumably, and I know it's because we were part of it. We were funding it. But they allowed that man to come into our country to put up communist flags, to put the American flag in the background. Is that acceptable to you? It's not acceptable to me. And by the way, this was this was a Chinese spy balloon, okay? This is the exact same thing as a Chinese spy balloon. It was meant to send a message to the entire world that we own the United States. That's what it was. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Larry Elder coming up. San Francisco's a dump. Gavin Newsom's aware. Most of the time, he doesn't care. Not a bit. Chairman Z is coming to town. Larry's coming up. He's in California. Gavin's making a list. Checking it twice. Just for one week, want San Fran to look nice. Chairman Z is coming to town. He already gave Joe Biden and his uh, son a present. The streets, they will be sweeping. $10 million. They'll do it just one time. That's right. But when Z leaves, filth will return as well. It's rampant crime. Just like in third world countries. Grab you a broom. Cuba. Grab you a mop. Argentina. Just for this week, be nice to a cop. Venezuela. Chairman Z is coming to town. And he was yesterday, wasn't he? Yeah, clean up the mess. Hey, you guy in a dress. (laughs) Chairman Z, he's coming to town. I would say that Larry Elder is on the phone, but that would be incorrect. The Larry Elder is on the phone. Hello, Larry. How you doing, my friend? 
I'm doing great, Rob. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on the show. I've been waiting to uh, talk to you for a while. Uh, I'll just go ahead and start with uh, the visit of Chairman Z uh, to, um, which, by the way, World War Z, wasn't that a zombie movie? Kind of interesting. <laughs> I think it's Brad Pitt, isn't it? World War Z. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Um, I said that the reason why Gavin Newsom did that, it's like what they do at an open house. They want to see what he's buying. They want to make sure it looks good. They want to bake some chocolate cookies, make the house smell good what do, what do you think of this this uh, very third world cleanup of san francisco to invite a communist to our country well rob as i explained in my book it just came out a few days ago it's called as goes california yes. mission to rescue the golden state and save the nation hope everybody goes to amazon or barnes and noble and get it you know th- he's running for president uh he's hoping waiting for joe biden to uh not be able to fog up a mirror until he's going to slide in there and his idea is to burnish his foreign policy credentials, which is why he went to Israel, uh, which is why he went to China, which is why yeah. he invited the Chinese dictator out here. Meanwhile, again, as I explained in my book, people are leaving California in droves for the first time in the state's 170-year history. California is losing population. Last three years, 700,000 people. Schools are ranked near the bottom. We have a huge homeless problem. Uh, we're about 12% of the nation's population, but 30% of the homeless. And one of the reasons for that is that Gavin Newsom in 2011 urged anybody and everybody to come to California, whether you have financial resources or human capital. It yep. doesn't matter. Just come on down, uh, and we'll treat you great. Uh, we have the highest state income tax uh, in the country. And the number one reason that people cite for leaving California is they cannot afford the price of a home because of the marriage between the Democrats that have dominated this uh, yeah. state uh, in a one-party way for decades, marriage between Democrats and the environmentalists. You can stop almost any construction project for almost any reason for an indefinite period of time. As a result, there are about three or four million units short uh, here in California wow. in terms of housing units per capita. We rank 49 out of the 50 states. Larry, That's the number one reason that people leave. Larry, you, you've you been swimming upstream in California. We're talking to Larry Elder. He's got a new book, As Cal- Gas Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State and Save Our Nation. You've been swimming upstream, trying to be, uh, you know, running for president. You, you, uh, you, uh, uh, you know, been involved with the recall petition for uh, Gavin Newsom and other things. For so many people, it'd be just easy to pull up stakes and leave, Larry. Um, why do you keep doing it? Why, why are you still doing this? I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, I think it's amazing you do, but what's driving you? Call me Pollyannish, but I think that yeah. ultimately common sense prevails. I think if the captain of the Titanic had known the iceberg was ahead, he would have taken evasive action. <laughs> it is my job, our job, your job to tell people iceberg ahead. And to that end, Gavin Newsom's poll numbers have never been worse. The yeah. worst of his uh, nearly nearly eight years uh, in office. And again, the two reasons that people are citing, crime, and he's pushed all these soft-on-crime DAs, soft-on-crime policies, cash is bail and all that kind of nonsense, crime, and homelessness. So maybe, just maybe, people are finally waking up. Two years too late for the recall because yeah. that was in 2021. But at least some people are waking up. Well, I have my doubts about that recall. I think there's a massive, obvious Democrat vote machine going on in California that really makes elections unfair in many, many ways. Same goes with Pennsylvania. Same goes with Maryland. Same goes with Arizona. I mean, I can go on and on, Larry. Um, and and it's, I think it's I think it's sad. But but didn't the visit and cleaning people out and, and sweeping away the homeless. Didn't that just remind you of what they do in Cuba? Didn't it remind you of what they do in Venezuela? It really is. That, that was just to me, 
And, and then to invite a man who's not addressed the fact that his country created a virus that killed supposedly a million Americans and that we would kiss his butt and that, and that would be more communist China flags along his parade route than American flags. I mean, honestly, to me, it was Xi sending a message to us like the like the the uh, the uh, the balloon, the spy balloon. I said that wasn't the beginning of something. That was the end of something. That was an exclamation point. And that's what this visit reminds me of. It also shows you that despite what they're saying about the intractable problem of the homeless, if they put their minds to it, they can deal with it. All of a sudden, the very homeless people that have been plaguing downtown Francisco for decades, all of a sudden, poof, gone. The other thing is this incessant desire to push EVs down the throats of American people. Uh, Gavin Newsom is more extremist on the issue of climate change than even Joe Biden. Even Joe Biden didn't say we're going to ban gasoline-powered cars, the sale of gasoline-powered cars, new cars, by 2035, the way Gavin Newsom did. And by the way, after he issued that, he then two days later issued an energy alert telling people who own EVs, only 2.9% of the people (laughs) in California own them, not to charge them during peak hours because it acts as the energy grid. Meanwhile, it makes us more dependent upon China for the elements that go into the batteries, the lithium, the cobalt, uh, the nickel. Uh, It's outrageous that we're making ourselves even more dependent on China, our biggest geopolitical foe uh, in the world. We're talking to Larry Elder. He's got a new book out. It's As Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State, Save the Nation. Larry, last night there were violent protests in Washington, D.C., where six police officers were injured. They they raided. They tried to raid the DNC headquarters, which I could care less about because, you know, evacuate it because you're the one who started it. Uh, and and then uh, only one person was arrested. And, and Larry, they're setting us up for a number, another summer 2020. What are we going to do about it? What would you suggest that we do about it? I want to know your opinion. Well, the American people need to need to wake up. Yeah. Uh, the number one job of government is to protect people and property. In the George Floyd riots of May 2020 that you referenced, think about this. The lead prosecutor in the George Floyd case was black. Mm-hmm. And in his opening statement, he said the police in general are not on trial. The Minneapolis PD is not on trial. This individual is on trial for what he did or what he didn't do regarding George Floyd and never even suggested that uh, Derek Chauvin, the cop, was motivated by George Floyd's race, and mm-hmm. Derek Chauvin was never charged with a hate crime. Mm-hmm. You had four months of protests uh, in the streets of, uh, of, of America, largest mass protests in, in our history, 25 people killed, 2,000 officers injured, at least $2 billion worth of property damages, all because of an assumption that what happened to George Floyd had to do with his race, where there was zero evidence of it. Yeah. It's just madness. Yeah, you know what else, Larry? They also started a worldwide astroturf movement when a, uh, a, a, a hospital bombing didn't happen. Larry, it's the same group of people. It's the same modus operandi. They just waited for a trigger to do the revolution that was already bought and paid for. You know, and the, the biggest race car hustler in America is no longer Al Sharpton or Louis Farrakhan. Uh, it's Joe Biden. Joe oh, Biden yeah. goes to Howard University, gives a speech uh, at their commission <laughs> exercise, and says the number one threat to the homeland uh, is white supremacy. Yeah. Really? The Anti-Defamation League, Rob, keeps track of how many people are killed by extremists every year. Last year, 20 or 25 out of the over 20,000 homicide victims. You want to play that game? Yeah. Most homicide is same-race homicide. Most whites who are killed are killed by other whites. Most blacks who are killed are killed by other blacks. However, every year, there are roughly 750 black-white homicides. 500 uh, white people killed by blacks, even though blacks are 13% of the population. 250 blacks killed by whites, even though whites are 50% of the population. You want to play that game, you could make an argument uh, that whites are more imperiled uh, by blacks than the other way around. And I'm just talking about homicide. Look at non-homicide violent crime between black and white. Every year, 600,000 such instances. By that, I'm talking about attempted murder, rape, uh, aggravated assault. 
600,000 black, white instances every single year. 85 to 90 percent, Rob, a black perp, white victim. Uh, uh, only 10 to 15 percent the other way around. Yeah. Now, Donald Trump went to a conservative university and said the number one voice of the homeland is black supremacy. You and I would properly defend <sighs> him as a race-hustling demagogue. Yeah. But Biden can do it. It is not a problem. Yeah. It is absolutely outrageous that the G- that the uh, that the RNC rolls over and plays dead when these guys play that race card decade after decade after decade. Yep. You get that 90% black vote. Maybe you ought to run the RNC. You ever think about that? I'm not, Larry. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding here, bro. I'm, I'm talking. I, I, you are on. And listen, presidential politics. You know, I, I'm, I support Donald Trump. You know, you know that's just right. the way it is. But I'll tell you, I'm like VP. Hell yeah, RNC. Hell, Larry Elder. I mean, you are the voice of common sense and reason. You are also uh, an African American gentleman. And I've been talking about the crisis in the black community for 30 years. I've worked with, uh, you know, abused and neglected kids, fostering and adopting kids. Most of the foster uh, care system is populated with black children. You got 65, 70% abortion rate, 80% uh, home, uh, fatherless homes. I think, I think we're seeing a movement uh, with black men uh, and, 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 uh, you know, and low, lower middle class white men. We've been abused in the same fashion. We, and they're, we're coming together. And I'll tell you that song, remember that, remember that uh, rich men, North of rich men, there were homies crying to that song. And I said, that song brought the hood and the trade Trailer park together, Larry, and I think there's a real possibility because white people don't hate black people, rednecks don't hate black people. All they care about is plowing some fields, you know, digging some trenches, doing the work that's got to be done. And I think, I think there, I think we're going to come together on this. I do, Larry. I, I do too. That's why I ran to one of the reasons to spotlight the issue of the epidemic of fatherlessness. And when I decided to drop out, Donald Trump and I had a meeting about a week ago, and I told him that very thing. And he said, "I will, I will emphasize that." far more than I have been in the past. And I told him this, a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely to be murdered yes. than a white man, same demo. Yes. He was shocked. He yes. said, what's your source for that? I said, Center for Disease Control. Heard of them? <laughs> the, number one, the number one cause of preventable death for a white male 19 and under is accidents, like car accidents or drownings yeah. or drug overdoses. Number one cause of death for a 19-year-old black male and under, homicide. Yes. Almost always at the hands of another young black male. Now, unless you're prepared to say black people are just genetically inclined to commit more crimes, you have to ask yourself, if it isn't the absence of fathers in the home, what is it? Yes. And whenever I say that to a liberal, I, I get that blank Homer Simpson stare. They, they, don't, they don't know what yeah, to but, but, you know, I think we're, we're moving with that. Larry, could you hold on for another short break absolutely if you got it okay good i really i've been waiting a long time to talk to you my friend so if you would please larry elder uh, as goes california my mission to rescue the golden state and save the nation more on the other side of this break and this is the rob carson show This is the Rob Carson Show. Larry Elder is on the uh, Newsmax hotline. He is the author of a new book. I mean, uh, uh, the rest of his resume, it take me a half an hour to say it. I'll just say he's an author of a new book. <laughs> Let's go, California. My mission to rescue the Golden State and save the nation. Uh, you know, I don't understand, Larry. Uh, uh, California is Eden on Earth, and the Democrats have made it into a living hell, and they're doing it to other cities now. Um, what... what you live in California. How are the people of California reacting to you know uh, Gavin Newsom now? By the, you know that he goes over essentially kind of uh, did a de facto uh, uh, presidential announcement on Chinese land. What are people that you know saying about Gavin Newsom right now? 
Well, uh, nothing that you and I can say uh, on, on public radio. Uh, but um, look, as I said earlier, his numbers have never been lower. People are finally getting the idea of crime. He's soft on, on crime uh, policies that Gavin Newsom is back. Proposition 47, people talk a lot about that. Yeah. That's the proposition that allows you to go to a store and steal up to 950 bucks. Not not a day, but per store. If you get caught, uh, you've committed a misdemeanor to write you a, a ticket. There's no cash. There's no it's cashless bail, so you have zero chance of going to jail. What people don't know is that that proposition also reduced a whole bunch categories of crime from felonies uh, to nonviolent offenses. Wow. At one point, uh, if you were on the streets doing meth, the cops gave you two options. Either you go to rehab or you go to jail. That changed it, so now it's reduced to a misdemeanor. You go to a uh, homeless guy who's doing meth, the cop says, uh, either you go to rehab and the homeless guy goes, or what? Because the option has been taken away. This is what Gavin Newsom has done. And this is why so many people are leaving the state. And the schools, uh, near the bottom of all 50 states, 75% yeah. of black third graders can either read or do math at grade level. By the way, that's a nationwide problem. Yeah. 85% of black uh, eighth graders, these are 13-year-old kids, eight, uh, nationwide can either read or do math at grade level. Half can't do basic reading, which means a substantial percentage of black 13-year-olds are functionally illiterate. Meanwhile, the yeah. Democratic Party, uh, as does Gavin Newsom, opposes school choice because the teachers' union are one of their biggest funders, even as they have their own kids, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, Barack Obama. Obama, their own kids in private school. Why, let me ask you this, Larry. Barack Obama, who uh, is a despicable human being, had the opportunity to be the the nation's uh, you know father figure for the black community to some degree. He has never said anything about what's happening in our inner cities. He has never said anything about all of the mass, all of the shootings in every, every Monday I start off with the Chicago body count and all of them are under 30 every damn day. And he doesn't say a thing. What does that say to you? Well, he did say one time. On one, I think it was Father's Day, uh, this years ago, early in, in, his, uh, in his administration, he said, the stats are clear. A kid raised by a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. You know what Jesse Jackson said? Hmm. You're talking down to black people. Oh, and boy. And, well, and you're absolutely right. Last Memorial Day, was over 50 uh, people shot, something like 11 people killed in, in uh, Chicago. Didn't say one word about it. And, uh, and this is what's going on all around America. Crime is up. Yep. Arrests are down. Why? Because the police are demoralized because the Democratic Party has been talking about a defund the police, accusing the police of engaging in systemic racism, when in fact the police are more hesitant more reluctant to pull the trigger on a black person than a white person. The police every year kill more whites than blacks. They kill more unarmed whites than blacks. Yet most people don't know that because yeah. when an unarmed black uh, white person is killed, nobody gives a rip. Yeah. For example, uh, in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, a few weeks ago, uh, a racist white a black man, uh, white man, excuse me, uh, murdered three black people. And Joe Biden, of course, said something about it, made it, made a big statement about it. Two months earlier, Rob, yeah. did you not have your have your listeners Google this? Tulsa, Oklahoma, black guy gets a gun, walks up to a white man yeah. he doesn't know, shoots him in the back of the head, yeah. kills him. Goes to another part of Tulsa, another white man he doesn't know, walks up to him, shoots him in the back of the head, kills him. Yeah. Joe Biden didn't say squat, although in Jacksonville he said silence 
when something like this happens, means you're complicit. But he didn't say one word about what happened in Tulsa because it didn't fit the narrative. Well, and also, Larry, I think this is by design. I think all of this is uh, being orchestrated. I, I do. I absolutely do. There's anti-Semitic protests in D.C. Summer of 2020. I said summer 20. I said while it was happening. I said the reason why this is happening, the reason why it's 2020 is because it's 2020. That's the reason why. These are all steered political Marxist-Stalinist uh, attempt to bring down the country. One other question, Larry. A lot of people are worried about the future of the country. I I believe we're going to come together to save the country. What do you think? And, and what do you think we have to do as citizens? Well, I think we're, we're, we're at a turning point. I think this Hamas-Israel uh, war has outed all these anti-Semites, all these college students that hate the donors. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, even people on the left, like Alan Dershowitz, are finally waking up. Yes. I don't know what took him so long. There's a picture of a smiling Senator Barack Obama with a smiling Louis Farrakhan that did not emerge until after Barack Obama left the uh, Oval Office. Yeah. Uh, and if that didn't wake you up, I don't know what does. Here's what we need to do. We need to stop the spending. Government's gotten bigger yep. and bigger and bigger. In 1900, all three levels... Rob, government took 9% from the American people. By all three levels I'm talking about, federal, state, local. Now it takes about 32%, and when you put a value on unfunded mandates, it's probably almost 50%. We're borrowing $5 billion a day. Even Barack Obama and Bill Clinton referred to the so-called entitlement programs as unsustainable. We need an amendment to the Constitution to fix spending to a certain percentage of the GDP. Otherwise, government gets bigger and bigger, whether Ronald Reagan is in office or Donald Trump is in office. It's got to stop. All right, what happens this election? 20 seconds. Uh, Trump gets nominated. Trump wins. Okay. Biggest, come, biggest comeback since George Foreman. Now, but Joe Biden, does he make it through the race? I don't think he's going to make it. He's not going to be the candidate. I've said I, this for, I, I've said it forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he will, but if he can't fog up a mirror, don't deceive yourself. Rob. It's, going be it's, it's going to be Kamala Harris. All right. He's next batter up. They can't get rid of her. If he race identity politics, black voters, especially female voters, will be livid if she's drop kicked for some white dude like, uh, like, uh, uh, they have a newsome, yeah. Larry Elder, God bless you, my friend. As California goes, my mission to rescue the Golden State and save the nation. I hope that the Trump administration has a safe spot for you or a VP post. Uh, have a glorious rest of your week, my friend. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. God bless. All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. And this is uh, our number three of The Rob Carson Show. And if you would like to uh, take part in it, Give us a buzz. I don't have, I, you know what, I completely blanked on the number. I'll get in a second. Unbelievable. Anyway, 922 uh, uh, 800-922-6680. I'm sorry. I keep, you know, you know, it literally, it took me 10 years to get Rush Limbaugh's phone number down. It did. I swear to God. It was like 800-282-282. Don't, don't confuse. Don't confuse. Uh, you know, because I don't have the budget to uh, buy, a, uh, you know, a phone number that spells something. So, Yeah. It's uh, yeah, 800 uh, 922-6680. 922-6680. There you go. I think we need to play our WCBM Back in Baltimore theme song right here. This is Jim Gus, and he's on stage with me tonight. Thank you. Baby, if you ever wonder. I just posted that song. About Rob Carson, what became of him. Talked right up to the vocals. He's on the greatest station on the planet. Hey, Baltimore's WCBM. They've got Sean Casey and Bruce Elliott. They do the morning show. Kim Clasics on at 9 a.m. Right before me. Rob from 12 to 3 and then Sean Hannity. 
Who's that? I don't even know. Baltimore's WCBM. <laughs> the great one, Mark Levin, comes on at 7. <laughs> People just can't get enough of him. It's the greatest station in the nation. Baltimore's WCBM. They're on WCBM 680. Oh, yeah, no, man. No, man. Kind of hard to work, uh, you know, rhyme Cincinnati. You also can't rhyme purple and orange. And if you know that, they, those are two words that you cannot rhyme. There's no rhyme for them. And you know why I know this? Because I write song parodies. All right. You know, another another word that really sucks in song parodies, the word love. Love is hard to rhyme. It is. You can do up. You can do big. But there's no really above. There's dove. Honestly, I know this. I know that. And then uh, Cincinnati, forget about it. And I did work on the radio in Cincinnati. And for a while, it was always, did you work at WKRB? You were WKRB. It's like yesterday we had Ben Stein on, and everybody's like, you going to ask him? You going to have him say Bueller? Bueller? I said, no, because people have been saying that for 40 years. And so I said, no. <clears throat> but there is no WKRP in Cincinnati. There's a WKRC, and it's a TV station. I worked at Mix 94.1, Carson of the Morning, everybody. Carson and Company of the Morning. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so glad I'm done with music radio. Joe Manchin says Donald Trump would destroy U.S. democracy if he wins a second term as president. Joe Manchin is, uh, you know, maybe I should. Do I use the word idiot too much? Do I? Do I? Because honestly, what else, who do you? What do you call idiots otherwise? You know, I mean, honestly, Joe Manchin is he enriched himself. He's you know his wife and he have made a lot of money in uh, West Virginia. He doesn't represent the people of West Virginia, and he's just like Gavin Newsom. He's he's lost all ability of being elected again in his home state, so he's going to shoot for the moon and go for the presidency. That's what this is all about. Gavin Newsom right now is like 29%. He's doing terribly. But he's going to polish up, and he's going to try. He's going to polish that turd, and he's going to try to become the next candidate because he looks good. He's got great hair. But I don't, it ain't going to work. Gavin Newsom, everybody knows he's a slick sleeve ball. And, and the other day when he said, well, you were pleading up the homeless? Well, yeah, of course we are. Of course. We, you know, he's a, an elitist. He, uh, he dined while we were all forced to have our businesses closed. He went out and ate at the, uh, the French Laundry. You know, you know you got money when you can go to a restaurant and they call it the French Laundry. Right? I mean, honestly, really? The French Laundry? You know that's going to be hoity-toity if they, you know. You know, maybe it's the, maybe it's like when they they named Greenland Greenland and Iceland Iceland because they wanted you to go to Greenland and not Iceland, right? Maybe that's it. They said, "Well, let's call it the French Laundry, and all those little people won't bother to come dine here. They'll never guess that we have a restaurant where a, a, a bottle of wine costs a thousand dollars." But that's who he rolls with, and his his days are over. His days are over, and they're going to try everything they can to uh, make him look good, but everybody sees through his fake his fake capped teeth and his and his greasy comb back slick back hair. You know, these are the kind most women when they see that, they don't go, "Hey, he's high." They go, "He's a sleaze ball." Right? Am I right? I'm talking to Michelle, my producer, right? When you look at Gavin Newsom, it looks pretty good for his age, but you know, he's got that fake smile and he's not real. He's not real. 
And Joe Manchin's doing the same thing. He's not seeking re-election. Dick Morris mentioned this the other day. He's not running for re-election. You know why he's not running for re-election? Because nobody wants him to be in the Senate anymore in West Virginia. Okay, His home, his state uh, voters overwhelmingly backed Trump to presidential elections, made the comment on the press, you know, West Virginia-based reporters, and said that Donald Trump uh, would, you know, would uh, destroy U.S. democracy. He's burned every bridge with his constituents. They don't want him anymore. And here's the positive. That Senate seat is going to go Republican. That's what Dick Morris said the other day. He said, nobody's covering this story. There is overwhelming support. That Senate seat is going to become a Republican seat. It is. And and he just shot himself in the foot. He not only uh, has done nothing for his uh, constituents, he's enriched himself and his wife. He's done all of these things, and now he's attacking Donald Trump. That's the dumbest thing you can do. It's really the dumbest thing. For some reason, you know, <clears throat> this is all beginning to fall on deaf ears, this uh, Donald Trump is a Nazi, Donald Trump is this, and Donald Trump is that. Um, you know, I was thinking about this, and it'll be part of my, my speech tonight. Donald Trump has been in the public limelight for 40 years. Donald Trump came down a escalator. The attacks immediately began. For seven-plus years, he went through two fall, face fake uh, impeachments, one after he left office. 95% negative coverage. Brought peace to the Middle East. Did not get a Nobel Prize for it. Barack Obama got a Nobel Prize for being a black guy. That's what he got it for. That's it. What did he do? What did he do? He didn't do anything. Nothing. He gave he gave uh, uh, Iran all sorts of money. He's still pulling the strings. Tell me he isn't. All right. Donald Trump has been pursued. He got out of office. They they pursued him with the, this. They oh, they raided under the direction of Joe Biden's White House. The they ordered the FBI to raid Mar-a-Lago. They did, and they laid out the documents and took pictures. That's Stasi. That's Soviet. And now they literally went looking for, they had the man, they looked for a crime. This was the best thing they could cobble together. And there are four indictments at the same time. And that any of these presidential candidates right now will not acknowledge that these are political and that everybody knows they are, shows that they should never be in office. That they should never be in office. And that includes uh, DeSantis, because now we know he's to sell out. Hey, I just came up with that. Thank you. Thank you. To sell out. To sell out. As far as Nikki Haley, yesterday, you know, we heard that he she wanted to uh, monitor who's on social media. She wanted to make sure you are verified when you receive. I think she took kind of a beating for that. I don't think that Nikki Haley wants to monitor conservative speech. I don't believe so. But I do, I do think that she was indelicate with her words, just to say the least, indelicate with her words. I don't like Nikki Haley. She is, uh, uh, to me, she's GOP establishment. And I think America's moved beyond the GOP establishment. Prove me wrong. I mean, if you, if she's, she's gaining in the polls. If you support Nikki Haley, Godspeed. I'll tell you why I don't. That's what I just did, among other things. So, you know, vote who you're going to want for. Vote for. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, what I think. Like, that's what you tune here for. And then to laugh and have some fun as well. Yesterday, I got some audio coming up I want to share with you on Capitol Hill. It was pretty powerful stuff uh, because I said as soon as uh, January the 6th happened, January the 7th, I said that um, it was a Reichstag moment. 
the day after the January the 7th, uh, uh, it was it was one of those triggering p- moments. It was like the bombing of the hospital that didn't happen. It was like George Floyd's murder that didn't happen. It was it was used as a start of a political movement. And and January the 6th was bought and paid for. And the, the reason why, the next day after, they said there was $100 million worth of damage inside the building. I remember that. I remember the news saying, oh, yeah, they're estimating $100 million worth of damage inside the building. And then it's the worst thing since 9-11. And I said, but where are the 350 people that jumped out of their building to their deaths? And where are the 300 first responders who were crushed if it's as bad as 9-11? But they made it into, they made it into this gigantic insurrection. Even the FBI and Newsweek, months after it happened, said it wasn't an insurrection. But they've kept it going. And remember the Jack Weed who called the first hour? And he said, well, you know, you guys, you guys, you guys tried to take over the country. Oh, really? What are you talking about? Yeah, that day that happened. You mean January the 6th? Yeah, that's it. The January. Oh, well, thanks for calling and being so prepared. It was it was a peaceful protest of a million people on the National Mall. Why don't you see the million people on the National Mall? Why did people leave or arrive at the Capitol before Donald Trump stopped speaking? Why did Donald Trump's speech where he went to YouTube, recorded a video, and said, go home peacefully? Why did they not allow it on YouTube and all social media? Why do we not see all the video? Why did they lie to us about police officers being murdered when that never happened? One died of natural causes. Two two January 6th protesters were murdered. One beaten to death and one shot to death. I can go. I can do this all day. I can do this all day. We got some audio yesterday, and Christopher Way was challenged because they found footage of these white buses painted completely white that dropped off people dressed as Trump supporters. And Chris Ray got caught. And we're going to have the audio on the other side of this. Also, Jonathan, you hold on. Jonathan in D.C., you hold on. You're going to be next, okay? This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show live from Baltimore. It is a Rob Carson show. The number is 800-922-6680. Before we dive back in here, let's go to Jonathan in D.C. Jonathan, what's up? Hello, Jonathan. Are you there? Okay, Jonathan must have hung up. Wow, we got a lot of that. Sorry, I can't get to the phones right away. Sometimes you got to hold for a second. He said he was going to hold. Done, darn it. All right, Jonathan. Hey, man, if you if you call back, you'll be on. I, I do apologize. I do apologize. I'm not sure what that is. I got something playing here. Okay. Um, uh, I want to mention some things before we uh, we dive into um, Clay Higgins and Chris Ray yesterday. Um, for the last three years, everything that is conservative has been censored. You've been told that you cannot criticize the COVID response. You cannot, you cannot, you could not disagree that if you said that Russia collusion was not real, uh, they would censor you. I know this. I had my Facebook page taken away from me the day after the election in 2020. It didn't come back to over two years later. And when it did, as soon as I put a post up, they unpublished it. I've been demonetized on YouTube, taken down on YouTube for putting a video up with Robert Kennedy Jr. that was truthful. Uh, Everything that you have said, what you said in your gut, I know there's something wrong here. They censored. That isn't, that's gaslighting, all right? I mentioned yesterday, there's a difference between getting played and being gaslit. Gaslit is when the government thinks they're fooling you, but they're not. Played is when they actually do it. And a lot of people got played. A lot of people said, uh, oh, if I wear a paper mask, it'll stop the deadliest virus of all time. Geek, geek. 
Or if uh, if I stand six feet away from somebody, uh, uh, I won't get the COVID. Honestly, just there's so much stupid. I, I thought Hillary Clinton got a couple hundred million dollars from Russian oligarchs after she signed the Uranium One deal. Her 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 uh, global charity that hasn't done anything like Black Lives Matter got all this money. Russian oligarchs, and they tried to convince us that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. And then we found out that she lied, and everybody lied, and even Barack Obama knew that the, the dossier was bullcrap. All of this is true. Fight me. Bring it. Please, please bring, bring it, because I, I got facts behind me, and there is a bleep storm coming. And yesterday we saw shades of that, because I said, I said January 6th doesn't make any sense. Nobody went there to take over the government, but they did it. And you know who start, who did it first? Hitler. What? Yeah, Reichstag. Reichstag was, they sacked the parliament to blame the other party. That's what they did. Duh. Everything's been a lie. You can't get an answer. Give me a break. And then everybody, every, you, this information, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. You, you're, you're a, you, you are whatever this and this and that. Couldn't ask any questions about it. Well, now Clay Higgins is, and they got the video. They found some white buses, and there were, the, the day that it happened, there were people online like, we see a lot of people changing clothes under trees over here and dressing like Trump supporters, taking their masks off. What's going on? You couldn't say that. It was disinformation, conspiracy theory. Clay Higgins decided to, to press Chris Ray on it yesterday, got interrupted, but basically said, you're on my list, bro. Listen to this. Now recognize Mr. May I close this, this statement? Uh, Mr. No, Mr. no I, I think I think your time is expired. Mr. I note that that other members across the aisle have been been granted time, and I object. Let's well, stop my, on that one. Let's go. There, there's being, a, there's another one. Let's stop that one real quick. Let's go. There's another one. Uh, I think it's called the Clay Higgins Exchange that has more. That's the that's the finale of it. You see one in there that says, "I have to play audio from the other room." Normally, I play it myself. We've had some uh, some issues. Give me one, another one of the Clay Higgins uh, sound bites that I sent if you would please we will does it does the fbi here we go thank you have confidential human sources we did not have confidential. Uh, did the fbi have confidential human sources embedded within the january 6 protesters and on january 6 of 2021 well congressman as i'm sure you can appreciate i have to be very careful about what i can say about when even are, now because that's what you I, told us two years finish? ago may i finish uh about when we do and do not and where we have and have not used confidential human sources uh but to the extent that there's a suggestion for example that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being opened? Again, I had to be very careful. Just say no. no. Can you not tell the American people no? We did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not there read you. anything into my decision. Uh, they always interrupt uh, conservatives when they're trying to make a point. I don't have the soundbite in front of me. 
I don't know why. But basically, he called out. He said, did the FBI have... He asked about these ghost buses. I'll have it next. I'll have the soundbite next. We will find it. Uh, but he, he called out. They had footage of ghost buses parked under the Capitol unloading people dressed as Trump supporters. And Clay Higgins called out Christopher Ray on it. Now, you'll notice that Christopher Ray dances around. He dances around. And whenever there's a dance around, whenever you say... Whenever you do a circuitous... You take a circuitous route... Around a question, it generally means a circuitous route around a yes or no question is going to be a lie. It is going to be a way to weasel your way, leave a little breathing room, all of that stuff. That's what it is. It's always, it's never getting to the truth. It's always dancing around, dancing around uh, the question. And and I got to tell you, if you, you remember yesterday, <clears throat> you had them. Um, the near Mark Ray Mullen, uh, near fight there with a the union boss. Uh, you had uh, well, you know the Kevin McCarthy thing, whatever. You had the uh, the Democrats, um, uh, Moskowitz. I think Moskowitz, Fievel Moskowitz, uh, calling out. Jim Comey saying that. Well, you know, I know that Joe Biden gave out loans, but didn't you get a loan from your brother? I'm like, well, okay, what does that have to do with anything? I didn't get a brother, or a, 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 I didn't get money from communist China. And I didn't get $10 million. But you got a loan for your brother, too. That's how stupid they are. And, and honestly, it, it, we are right now. What we're seeing now, and I love this. I love this chaos. I love it. I want to see more of it. When Clay, when, when we had that near fight, Mark William Mullen, I liked it. Because we're done. <laughs> we're done. This is what we want. We're, we're done with the bull crap. We're done with the lies. We're done with the bringing people to Capitol Hill, Christopher Ray, bringing Alejandro Mayorkas, bringing all these people, having them sit there and never answer for anything. Meanwhile, people are saying, I want these SOBs arrested. That's what they're saying. The American people are saying this. They can see it. They can see right through it. They know they're being gaslit. Not played, because we know they're trying to play us. We aren't being played. All of this is going to happen. All of this is all of the things that they said are misinformation, misinformation and disinformation are going to turn out to be true. And all of these dominoes are falling. Russia collusion fell. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop fell. Uh, the uh, 2020, uh, uh, 2020 election. Clearly, the FBI was involved massively in covering up Hunter Biden's laptop and then censoring freedom of speech, even getting Donald Trump kicked off of Twitter. Yeah, that came from the federal government, guys. And all of this bleep storm is common. That's the retribution. All right, we're going to have some more audio and your phone calls on the other side of the break. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I'll bet you, you can't name this song. You know what this is? This is a uh, one-hit wonder. Her name is Imani Coppola. Came out in 1998. It's a great tragedy that she never became bigger because this song, kaboom. She she sampled Sunshine Superman by Donovan. That's what that song is. I know this, even though I was, you know, I don't remember the 60s because I was a baby, but I, I played music radio, so I know every song that made the charts since about 19... Probably into the 40s because I did big band music too, and it's one of the it's one of the blessings. That's how I'm able to write my friend Jim Gossett and say, "Hey Jim, you know that song for whatever, whatever." And he goes, "Holy crap! I haven't had that forever." Well, let's do a parody of it. Okay, all right. 
All right, I want to play this Clay Higgins soundbite. Let's run it. Listen to Clay Higgins, uh, and he's got pictures. He's got pictures. He's got video of these buses under the Capitol, and you could see the ghost of Christmas pre- uh, future in in uh, in uh, Chris Ray's eyes. He's this like, is a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman, and these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters. You, and you, deployed you, onto our capital on January 6th. You made, your day you is your, coming, Mr. Your point, Mr. There you go. Uh, Higgins. I now rec- Why do you think they're going after Donald Trump? Why do you think they're doing everything they can to take him down? What's the analogy I use for Democrats when they're losing and when, they're, when their movement is dying? They die like movie vampires. Clawing and screaming and scratching uh, to drag them into hell with them. That's those. If you ever watch the end of the Lost Boys, those are the Democrat Party right now, getting a big wooden stake through their heart, and they're clawing and scratching and all this, and they're dying ugly. And their movement is going to die because it's based on a lie. All of this nonsense, these these new uh, protests in Washington D.C. Your end is nigh. Because the American people are very, very aware of what you're doing. This has worked in places like the Soviet Union, but they didn't have a First and Second Amendment. A First Amendment to be able to. That's why they, that's the, the two amendments they're attacking. Number one, First Amendment. And they did it. They took care of all of it. They killed all of it. Freedom of assembly, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, all of them. Freedom of association, all of them. Couldn't have a barbecue in your backyard. Couldn't go to church. Kid couldn't go to school. Business couldn't be open. None of it had to happen. They did it anyway. Then they're now going after the the Second Amendment. What guns do they want to go after? They don't want to do handguns. What do they want to go after? Weapons of war. You know why? Because those are the only weapons that would be worthy of defending you against a government that wants to destroy you. That's why. The Second Amendment was created by a group of people who had just defeated the largest standing army in the world with weapons of war because they had them. Don't you suppose that when they created the Second Amendment, they weren't thinking, I gotta go turkey hunting. No, that's just stupid. That's just ridiculous. Oh, oh, this is not good. Housing market headed for a 1980s-style recession. I was talking to uh, a gentleman here, Vinny Steele. What he does is he takes these uh, houses and he fixes them up before you sell them. And this is a big deal right now. You, 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 you find houses, somebody calls them and says, Vinny, man, my, my mom passed away, and we need to dress up her house. We've got to sell the house. And could you help us? Or, or we've been living in this house for 20 years. We want to sell it. Can you, can you help us fix it up, and then we'll sell it at more money? That's what he does. And he says his business is down. Because of 8% interest. Housing market is terrible. If your house is what you depend on for your retirement, well, you're going to have to sit on it for a while and, and take your liquid assets and do something with them. And maybe consider investing in precious metals. It is. All right? So here's what you do. You go to a Swiss America. It's a uh, A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau, run by the same president for 30 years, a great organization. Everybody's trying to sell you gold. But there's only one Swiss America. I trust Swiss America. And you can learn about the, Ameri- the, 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 the federal government. They want to digitize the, the currency. And so they are uh, trying to do that so they can control what you spend. And you need to, if that happens, have some assets that you can depend on. So what I would suggest is get the secret war on cash from Swiss America. Here's their number. Write it down, okay? I know I say it every day. It's easy to forget. 
write it down this time, will you? And then just say, hey, man, I just want the secret warrant cash. Let me see it so I can know. So you go 800-289-2646. Let me say it slowly. 800-289-2646. For Joe Biden. 800-289. There you go. So 800-289. I literally slowed down. 800-289-2646. Uh, get the secret war on cash. Or you can, you can also go to uh, SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Should we play our Gavin Newsom song? Can we do that, Michelle? We need a, a, a comedic a, a, a palate cleanser here. This is uh, because uh, Gavin Newsom clearly wants to be the president. He has more oil in his hair than the, the, the state of Oklahoma has underground. They should really consider fracking his head. He is a frackhead. He's not a crackhead. He's a frackhead. This is for Gavin Newsom, the dictator who cleaned up his state for a communist. Could care less about you otherwise. I Gavin, thank Gavin. Gas is so high. Six bucks a gallon or more. Californians have to pay. He wants to be president. Thank Gavin. It's not gonna happen. And wave bye bye. Please, ball. As more people leave his state every day. Perfectly capped white teeth. Gavin went to China, made his way there. Botox. Californians wish that he would stay there. Or somewhere else. Dark Benzoil for Gavin's hair. He's a frackhead. He oils it every day <laughs> and every night. You know it's true. Without grease, he would have no hairdo. I thought he didn't want fossil fuels. Thank Benzoil. <laughs> Thank Mobile. Thank Mobile. Thank Castro. Thank Castro. That is Jim Gossett. Isn't that a work of art? Honestly, there's nobody who does it better. Nobody does it better than Jim Gossett. So this is pretty funny. I don't know if you do this. They tried to uh, make the Green Lantern gay. Did you know that? Green Lantern is one of those. I mean, honestly, who's the big Green Lantern fan? Like, really, Green Lantern? Green Lantern and Cato driving around. Why is it always the older guy, the younger guy? You know, I don't know. I'm not going to try, you know, gay or anything. No, they're not. They're just... It's like, okay, you have no superpowers. You just drive a car and punch people. Great, super. You know, I guess so does Batman. But anyway, so they decided to uh, gay up the uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you're going to make the Green Lantern gay, you got to make him the chartreuse land, uh, lantern. Right? Am I right? I'm talking to the gay guys in the audience. Am I right? It's not just grain. If you're going to make him gay, it's got to be the chartreuse, the moss, the fern, the sage lantern, the sage lantern. The the seafoam lantern or the basil lantern, right? Oh, basil lantern would be pretty cool. So anyway, they decided to do that. And the writer who came up with the character has discovered that nobody wants to buy the darn thing. Tim Sheridan, uh, he uh, he's trying to defend it. Uh, the Green Lantern story features uh, pages of gay sex. Biff, bop, pow, decorate. Mm. Anyway, between the title character and his boyfriend. But it looks like the scribe's efforts fell on deaf ears uh, Green Lantern has uh, has very few sales because people don't want it. Sheridan, of course, said, "Oh, it's it's haters and queer phobes. They're out in force. You know, like uh, nobody like people. People recognize that uh, Kamala Harris is an idiot. But it, it, you're suddenly you hate women even though you're married to one, and and you're uh, you, you know you're you're you hate black people even though you know you work with them and you have no problem. You never have. It's just so stupid. 
So anyway, um, they've, uh, they've, they, they're going to take it down. They're not selling any of these. Uh, this guy, this Sheridan, is out there. He's, I'm asking you to join the core. If you care about truth and justice and shining the light and darkness, if you, care, if you think comics uh, are and should continue to be for everyone, well, they always have been. Superman was for everybody. Nobody said, well, he's not gay. I can't read Superman. It is it's so stupid. This is just so stupid. Uh, they, they have done a lot with this. They, they, uh, they did a closeted gay Superman. They did a superhero, uh, the superhero named Hype, I guess. I don't know what it was. And, and, and it doesn't, it's not, a, you don't hate gay, we don't hate gay people. It's just, can we just let superheroes be superheroes? I mean, why do Burton and Ernie have to be gay? They're just two, they're roommates for God's sake. <sighs> and and here's why it doesn't make any sense. Let me just do this real quick. For those of you who think we're ready to move into and have all the characters be and uh, you know transgendered and gay and you know all this. And again, it's not about gay people and hating gay people. It's just an insult to comics and things like that when you pander so badly. But if you like, think about this: the most popular actors and actresses in the world. Right now, the biggest names in film right now, you should know. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson is about as cisgendered as you could possibly be. Number one in the world. Is it because we hate gay people? No. We just think Dwayne Johnson kicks ass. Ryan Rentals, Hugh Jackman, Tom Cruise, any any uh, uh, you know feminized uh, men and, and nothing against feminized men. It's just we want we like the traditional masculine feminine. You can be a feminine man. It's okay. Well, I mean, you, they're all over TV and everything. You know, Chandler. They said he was gay forever. You know, whatever. And they're gay characters. You know, Birdcage. I could go on and want the gay movies. It's just that. You know, we kind of like the traditional masculine feminine. We got guys who kick ass and women who kick ass, and that's it. Matthew McConaughey. You know, I saw, what was it, Magic Mike, the original? I saw it with my wife a few weeks ago. I'm like, I'm not gay, but dang. Matthew McConaughey, whoop. Brad Pitt, Bradley Cooper, Mark Zuckerberg. You got any, uh, these are all alpha males. Denzel Washington, women. Do you see any, uh, you know, radical, transgendered females? No. Scarlett Johansson, Charlize Theron, Margot Robbie, Jennifer Lawrence, Gal Gadot, Emma Stone, Anne Hathaway, Angela Jolie, Natalie Portman. Should it send you a message when you are creating a comic book character that you shouldn't make a comic book character someone else because of pandering? That's why the gay Green Lantern didn't work. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. So, years ago, in like 1994... I, I wrote a song for the Rush Limbaugh program. I used to do a lot of the War on Christmas stuff. We did a song called Their Meaning to Indict Christmas. And, uh, and I'll have it for you, hopefully, tomorrow. I didn't bring it with me. It's not in my, it was in my carry-on. Uh, but anyway, I started doing this, and, and they're continuing this nonsense. Here, here's what I say. Uh, if you want happy little Christians spending all their money on the fourth quarter and saving your butt, and, you know, because that's, you know, the fourth quarter is generally an American industry. Uh, it is the quarter that you make money. It's where you go in the black. Otherwise, you're in the red. Uh, the fourth quarter is it. And you can blame all of that on happy little Christians going out and buy a bunch of crap for their, their relatives on the holiday. That's it. Okay? So, the same Merry Christmas. That's it. And then you got these morons like this. Listen to this. The diverse English city of Bradford has announced that for the Christmas season, it will raise a multi-faith festive tree. 
Is there any other holiday that has a tree they put gifts under in December? No. Do they do a multi-faith festive menorah? Do they? Honestly? <clears throat> People like this, honestly. The the West and York, North Yorkshire Chamber of Commerce, black, Asian, and minority, it's called BAME. If you put liberals in there, it would be blame. Business c- committee said this week that the city hall will see a multi-faith evergreen erected in front of it during Christmas to celebrate the multicultural nature of the city with over a third of its population being from minority backgrounds. Hey, black people celebrate Christmas tree. I don't know if you know this. I don't, and you know a lot of Jewish people do. That a lot of people do it. They might celebrate the Christmas, but they put a tree up. They do. It's, it's, a, it's very, very common. It's not uncommon. I, you know, I put a menorah up. Sure, why not? Why not? What the heck? You know, whatever. So the whole purpose of BAME, (laughs) should be lame, (laughs) was to ensure that all diverse businesses were being represented by the chamber, to ensure all voices, shut, shut, shut up, that this is the Chamber of Commerce, should tell the people surrounding the uh, North Yorkshire to say, I'm going to go shop in South Yorkshire or East Yorkshire, because honestly, I mean, and by the way, your pudding isn't pudding. All right, Yorkshire pudding is not pudding. It's a muffin that has no center to it, and you bake it in beef tallow in a muffin pan. That It's not pudding. Pudding comes in a little cup, and you peel it off, and you lick the top of it, and you, and you carry in your lunch when you're a kid. That's what pudding is. Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire. It's great with a steak. I'm going to give you that. They ain't nothing like Yorkshire pudding, but it's not pudding. So anyway, the, uh, the initiative of the multi-faith was introduced by Salim Cater, Cater uh, who serves as the board member of the chambers. Yeah, whatever. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Here's another one. A uh, memo from Wisconsin Deputy City Director encourages employees to put up, from putting up, religious decorations in red and green colors. Do it anyway. Dress every day in red and green. Bathe your office in it. Be a disruptor. Be a disruptor. Do it. It's like the, the what is it? The, was it HHS? They they are um, saying that you you address every employee with the pronoun every day that you are at a company or agency that demands you uh, go and you you call people by their pronouns. You go in every day and you change your pronoun to the most absurd thing possible. Do it every day. I'm limb. I'm a limb today. L-I-M. That's what I am. Uh, okay, what, what are you today? Uh, I am a, uh, a prostitarian. Uh, you know, I don't even know. I don't even, I'm a shoe, hat, airplane. Do, make it up. King Rob, call me. Today, it's Bazur. I'm a Bazur today and insist on it. And if somebody doesn't call you Bazur, you go into HR and say, he didn't call me Bazur and I want that person fired. I'm not screwing around. Make it absurd. Make it absurd. We've got to make fun of these people. We have to. Are you done with them? Because I'm done with them. I'm done with them. Yeah. So the Wauwatosa, I know this because I've done some time on WTMJ up there, even though they wouldn't hire me full time. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Wauwatosa, Melissa Cantonero, Weiss. Uh, she said that basically they're requesting that city employees be, well, create a welcoming and inclusive environment for all residents. You're not excluding anybody from wearing red by wearing red and green. Christians love uh, Christmas. They give. That's the amazing thing about Christmas. It's the only holiday in the world. I mean, other than like, I guess, ostensibly Valentine's Day, that you 
celebrate your generosity and you give to others to make them happy. There's no other holiday like a birthday, I guess. But not Christmas is about giving. Christmas is about receiving. It is when you're a kid. I don't give a crap about getting anything for Christmas. I don't need anything. I'm fine. I don't have a. I don't have a Mercedes. I've never had a luxury car. You know all that. But I don't need it. It's not. I like to give. You know. You know what it's like. Kim Kardashian, not so much. It, you know, I don't understand her. She's a. She's an empty vessel. Well, no, she's not. She's full of silicon and all sorts of crap, Botox and all that. You know, and all of that stuff. It's just honestly just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Oh, here, I got a couple other little things here before we, uh, we say hasta for the, uh, for the day. And it, I'm not going to make it ser- uh, serious. Um, oh, did you hear this? Now, I sooner or later, your correct collection is going to be uh, worthless. Okay. I've got collections. I've got a thousand comic books from the early 90s, like, and even the 70s. And they're all worthless. You know why? Because there are too many of them. None of my collections are worth a damn thing. I collected Viewmaster discs. It, worthless. Right? And, you know, no, Beanie Babies. How many got those? <laughs> well, the uh, the Invin- Inverted Ginny. It's a, it's, a, it's a postage stamp from 1918, and it features a, an airplane on it, and it's upside down. There were only 100 copies made. It originally cost 24 cents, and it is a Curtis JN4 airplane in the center. If you are even close to being a stamp collector or just are familiar with the story, you've seen this stamp before. They just sold it for $2 billion. It's a little piece of paper that you lick and you stick on another piece of paper, and they sold it for $2 million because they made a mistake and printed it upside down. Now, I want to ask you for $2 million. Is it worth you having friends over and showing them the Jenny stamp? Will you get $2 million out of showing them your Jenny stamp? That sounded really weird. (laughs) You want to see my Jenny stamp? You know, I'm cool. I, I don't think I need to see your Jenny stamp. It's a nice thing. But the Jenny stamp is uh you know two million dollars i i don't see the, i don't really see the point are we about ready to wrap it up for but okay we're gonna wrap uh we're gonna wrap it up we're gonna, this is the last break here i'll come back and talk about what's coming up tomorrow we're at wcbm in baltimore this is the rob carson show Folks, it's happening. Newsmax Plus is here. Millions watch Newsmax for the best on cable news. Now, Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. It includes all of Newsmax's shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, and a lot more. They're all on Newsmax Plus. And you get incredible analysis from Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and many others. No one covers President Trump like Newsmax. No one in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take a free test drive with Newsmax Plus. Just go online to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. It takes just minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com and get the special code and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should too. Do it today. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. 
Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.